conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. morning good morning monday everybody feeling good extra hour of sleep except for those of us with kids yeah so just you michael because so, i'm living look, in my best you guys life look, uh great you know wide awake Thanks. it's my <laughs> new skincare you. routine you know just gotta get that after conference uh vibrant you know skin going again yeah, yeah you're called yeah it's called being 28 too yeah that too you know that a little bit of coffee, you know, not having to wake up super early. It's always good. Coffee box, host GPO. Host GPO. Shout out. Oh, oh there, there they go. Is. Boom, right there. The best coffee box you can ever get for your short term rental or hotel. No big deal. Um, I'll the... Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I uh, can't wait for our guest because I got my Avengers cup out for this guest today. Uh, just because, you know, we talk about the Avengers of tech in the short-term rental and hotel space. So I figured for Steve, I'd do it. But um, outside of that, you guys doing good? Good weekend, good week. Um, I think we didn't have a break, so yeah. Yeah, I All watched, good. I went to the UMFSU game, which uh, was, I mean, they didn't do too great. So, but it was good to jump on a bandwagon and cheer. <laughs> Who's that? that? Miami lost, I assume. Yeah, yeah, it was like three to forty or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> well, I went to a my uh, Miami Heat game when I was there for the book direct show, and they also lost one hundred nine to one hundred four. So it was a good, good game, game, though. Yeah, good game. good game. Yeah, not bad. Awesome. Well, a theme of the year has been M and A. Um, so there was a an announcement that happened last week with our friends over at Operto. So we thought, who better to bring in than the fearless leader himself? Yeah, he's uh, he's been on the show not once, not twice, not three times, Has but it been four. Many? Yeah, oh, wow. four Can times. we just call yeah. him a, a host at this point? Yeah, basically, <laughs> got to start getting him on the get him on, get him on the payroll. Um, but no, it's it's really good to see Steve and what they're doing at Operto. 
Uh, so I guess before we jump in, uh, we'll give a quick little shout out to our friends at shorttermrentals.com for the write up. Great article, lots of meat to unpack. It was uh, it was refreshing to read a press release that wasn't just fluff. No offense to some of our other friends out in the industry that do press releases, but uh, yeah. On that note, we're gonna welcome Steve to the show. Steve Davis, the man, the myth, the legend, and potentially, I guess, now co-host of the podcast. How are you? <laughs> good morning, guys. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. You feeling fresh after this uh, this recent news of acquisitions? Uh, well, going through just, acquisition. Yeah, Sorry. I was just looking at that photo you put up on the screen of me. That's definitely uh, 2021, 2020. I feel like you never change every time I see you. I'm like, it looks the same. <laughs> same haircut, I, same beard, same sweatshirt. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a, an interesting uh, way to end the year for sure. We've been super, super busy and obviously really excited about, uh, about the acquisition we, we announced last week. So let's uh, let's dive into it. Kind of introduce us to like stay my way. Um, what kind of sparked this uh, obvious like through reading through the press release? Yes, it makes a lot of sense. But what was the conversation? I guess behind closed doors. <clears throat> yeah, I think for us there was a, there was a couple things. I mean, they're a small company, about fifteen about fifteen folks, uh, very very engineering focused, so very heavy uh, and deep talent pool in in um, not only software but also hardware engineering. Uh, and they had basically developed um, their own proprietary way of um, taking old hardware, essentially door locks, and um, and basically retrofitting them. So allowing you to slip out the old circuit uh, circuitry from a lock that's even, we've even tested locks that are 40 years old, um, slip it out. It's like changing the SIM card in your phone. Uh, and then plugging back in the new the new board, which um, immediately takes the lock online, has a BLE module built into it, so it connects to the Wi-Fi in the um, in the in the hotel or the or the short-term rental, and uh, and away you go. So now you don't have to spend you know four or five hundred bucks for a lock. You don't have to replace the door if you're in a hotel. You don't have to do all these things which are you know cost prohibitive for people trying to upgrade their their um their check-in procedure because you can't check in with old locks it's impossible i love that so it's part aqua hire part distribution it's expansion into europe it, it seems like a larger footprint um are they primarily in the hotel space did they play in the short terminal space as well or exclusively yeah, they- hotel they do. I mean, I think that they're best known for, you know, landing a core hotels about 18 months ago. But um, if you look at sort of the, the, the overall mix of customers, it's everything. It's, it's a lot of apart hotels uh, and a lot of um, like villas and sort of bigger property managers. They don't have tons of sort of ones and twos, but mostly sort of 50 to 100 properties north. Um, when you look at their tech stack, it's it's very... Uh, I would say it's more hotel focused, to be completely honest, I think. Um, and that's why for us at Operto is really, really interesting because our platform is very, very short term rental uh, focused in terms of where we think our power, um, 
where our, where our, our, our best work is done. Uh, we wanted to move. We wanted to move more aggressively into hotels, and so, you know, it's, you always come up to that 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 nexus point where you're like, do we build it or do we buy it? And um, and when we found uh, Stay My Way, it it allowed us to not only land the third largest hotel chain in the world in one swoop, but also to um, to bring technology into Aperto, which allows us to play very easily in the hotel space, which to be honest before was not possible. Mm-hmm. And some s- of those, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, no, go, go ahead Brandy. Uh, what, when you're looking, you're looking at the differences, which, um, you know, coming from the, the, from the hotel side versus the hotel side, what are some of the biggest different differences between what their technology does and what Aperto is? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they've built uh, tech, which is really meant for large deployment. Uh, I think when we started, you know, four or five years ago, and this is even before my time, I don't think that Operto ever thought that we'd get up to tens and hundreds of thousands of doors. And so, um, so just basic features, which allow you to you know, onboard a one or two bedroom or sorry, one or two properties for a very short, small uh, rental operator. You know, mm-hmm. now we can add four or 500 doors quickly in one day for a, for a, um, a hotel operator. And, it, and that, that sort of scale and tech that was built for scale is something that, again, we, we can now take on uh, huge deployments, uh, which I think before would have, we would have really struggled with. And we probably didn't have the, have the, the person power to to do so. So so that's really what we're we're super excited about is now we can uh, really crank up um, our you know our our move into into hotels, uh, apart hotels. You know it's, it's going to be really exciting for us. For so I, I I came from the hotel world and I understand how outdated these door locks are. I also know how expensive it is for at even a boutique hotel company to, you know, the biggest, like you can go to Marriott, how expensive it is to replace a lock. So from your perspective, are you seeing that the older locks are now through like this acquisition, mostly in the hotel space and the short-term rental operator usually has a newer updated version of a lock that doesn't need this type of technology where you kind of seeing this split not uh great question no i think uh, we 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 reckon we reckon that around 80 percent of the world's locks right now that are sort of on doors and this is sort of research that we've done and also read reading research around it that are over 20 years old so the actual deployment of new smart lock technology is very very limited um so there's a huge ocean of of uh of business out there you know when you look at when a hotel is looking to, you know, upgrade itself and which enables them like pre-arrival check-in, guest verification, all the kind of things that they can do if you're moving to sort of a front deskless hotel or at least a, a minimally um, staffed one, mm-hmm. uh, that's very cost prohibitive because you're not only looking at sort of four or 500 bucks for the door, uh, sorry, for the lock, then if you have to put an extra drill hole into the door, now it's not fireproof or not, um, up to code with the fire department, you have to actually rip the door out and put a new door in as well. So you're looking at like an eight to hundred thousand or eight eight hundred to a thousand dollar door plus the lock plus the labor plus plus plus. So then it becomes if you're if you're talking about two hundred doors, I mean now you're talking about half a million dollars. So it's really really difficult. Whereas we can come in, you know, for fifty bucks we can slip in a chip, uh, and off we go. 
and yeah. so you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do, you know, the, the house, the house cleaning uh, staff can change these things out. It's not very, very difficult. Uh, it's fast and, uh, and super reliable, which is, you know, and I think as we go into sort of a recessionary time and people are really wor- worried about P&L and, and watching where they're spending their pennies, um, a, a solution like this, which enables sort of a, a modern guest technology, a modern um, check-in experience at like literally 99% cheaper price uh, is going to be very compelling for a lot of uh, boutique and independent hotel owners for sure. So one of the themes that we've had pretty much all year is, is m and and how the space like is ripe for it. Um, the economy and the pressures are ripe for it. A lot of, a lot of fire sales this year, but some strategic acquisitions as well. Um, walk us through the process of acquiring this company and leave out any, any, um, you know, confidential information, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. did the conversation um, start? How did it start? Um, what was the aha moment for both yeah. sides? Yeah, I was actually um, introduced to the company on sort of a circuitous kind of way. We were working with a, with um, with another vendor, and they said, "Oh, you know, you should talk to these guys in Spain. They're doing some really interesting work." Um, and I actually happened to be on the board of the you know the company, and I said, "Oh, sure." So um, had a few phone calls, and then I was actually over at the Short Stay Summit in Barcelona mm-hmm. earlier this year, Damien's show. And I was sitting in Barcelona and I was like, it kept bothering me. I was like, I I should really get on a plane and go and see these guys because it was like a 45 minute flight away. So we're sitting in Barcelona and we're actually at the show. And I I turned to my colleague and I said, I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, Rick, you know, and he said, where are you going? I said, I can't tell you, but I'll be back tomorrow. And I took (laughs) off and I went straight to the airport, flew up to, um, to Murcia, which is like a little city in the middle of Spain. Um, met with these guys and immediately knew, okay, this is happening for sure. Uh, you know, we started to, they, they just kind of showed the technology to me. They presented everything they had. Uh, they were obviously super excited because they were looking for, you know, um, an acquisition opportunity and yeah. And we, and so that was like last March and then, you know, you know, you do a couple months of testing, then they, we actually flew them out to Vancouver. Uh, the CEO and the CTO spent a week with us here in Vancouver, showing the team the tech, showing the board the tech. Uh, you know, then you start the M&A process, which started around August. Hmm. And that always takes a couple months of, you know, lawyering, uh, expensive, expensive lawyering. Uh, but, you know, and it's also difficult when you're, you know, a Canadian company and you're acquiring a Spanish entity. Uh, hmm. That's not easy. Um, that's not for the faint of heart for any, for sure. Uh, you got language barriers, you got all those kind of cultural barriers as well. Um, so the whole process probably took around nine months from sort of first date to, you know, marriage. Um, but it was, you know, and it, and it, and it had, uh, you know, ups and downs and lefts and rights, but, uh, ultimately we got the job done. Yeah. I've never gone through an acquisition, but I've, I've heard it's basically like three times you think the deal's gone uh, before it actually is, is signed. Is that your experience? I'm not going to lie. I was literally in London uh, maybe two weeks ago and I was lying in my bed and I was like nearly in tears. I was like, oh my God, like eight months of, and I was like, it's going, it's slipping, it's gone. It's like, what am I going to tell people? This is brutal. Like, you know, and then, then it comes back online and it, then it's gone then it's up, then it's down. It's, it's, 
it's like, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy roller coaster because, you know, there's always, yeah, there's always little goblins that come out of the closet and peekaboo, you know, <laughs> at the end. Uh, but uh, we managed to uh, to get it done anyway. So it was exciting. Retaining the staff there and... Totally. We've got an amazing group. The, the software development team is world-class. Uh, in the town of Mercia, which where, 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 where Stay My Way is, is based, they've got three universities which feed some of the top talent in Spain straight into the local market. Mm. Some of the top engineers, Spanish engineers, are literally in that city. So we've got like a, a treadmill of, of 21 to 25-year-old talent. It's amazing. And then we've got, also got electrical engineers who are building... Uh, the hardware boards and the circuitry, et cetera. So, you know, for Operto, it's like we used to just do sort of <laughs> this little thing. And now we're like building hardware and we're doing all the things. We've got inventory management, we've got shipping, logistics, all this, all this stuff kind of coming online. Um, and then obviously while we're trying to build that, now we've also got this huge whale uh, mm -hmm. that also needs to get fed. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's 6,000 hotels. I mean, it's, it's almost mind blowing, to be honest. So how do you prioritize after an acquisition like this that has such big accounts behind it that, that need to be fed? Prioritize the core business of what you were doing versus mm -hmm. the core business of what they're doing versus, you know, the bigger vision and, and where you guys want to be long term anyway. Yeah, I think the, the most important thing when you do something like we're doing is you have to build a very, very robust sandbox for a specific team to play inside of. And so what, what we've done is we're actually creating a, like a separate business unit um, that is going to manage that account. Uh, the, the team in Spain will continue just to service the, um, that account as well. So we'll have sort of a, a team of almost 15 that will solely do that. And then, you know, Operto's pushing, we must be pushing 90 employees now so, you know, the rest of the team will still be doing core business. Post-acquisition um, or pre? This is post. So we had about 75 and then we're about yeah, 90, 89, 90, 91. Wow. Um, wow. So I know it's growing like crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm surprised so, we got you on the show with that, <laughs> with that type of crew. Because like, it's 6 a.m. <laughs> <So> yeah. <good. laughs> yeah. My, my, I, I, it's very rarely you get on the, on the show with the, my three favorite people in short <laughs> all on one screen. Um, me yeah, totally. But no, it's, it's, uh, we do have to get your coffee cause you, you need to, you know, this yeah. is an exciting thing. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, our, our, uh, our, our core business won't, won't change at all. Um, but what I'm really excited about is we were looking for like that, that, that thing, that one special piece that, that would make Operto um, totally unique. So there's no one else, there's open key uh, out there that has something kind of similar, but only do, does a very small um, section of, of locks. We do all the major locks in the world. So we have 95% coverage. So whether you come to us with Asa Abloy, Dorm Recava, it doesn't matter. Uh, we can work with it. Um, and that, and now we're playing in a, in a, in a sandbox where there is no competitors. And so it's going to be super exciting as we start to attack the boutique and, and um, independent hotels now, because in the U S it's a huge market. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, we, you know, we work with the core hotels, but also, you know, the next 
50 largest hotel chains, you know, the Red Roofs, the Choice Hotels, the Best Westerns, all those guys, the, that is really where, where this product will fly because we're not talking about deployment in the, you know, the five-star diamond, uh, you know, JW Marriott's, that's not the, mm-hmm. the, the key here. It's, it's the, the, beside the interstate, the three, four-star hotels, uh, two-star hotels where someone rolls in late there's no one at the front desk. They can check in online. They can have their digital key and walk straight to the door and, and, and go in. And that market in the U.S., especially the Red Roofs, all these places are huge. And so, you know, we've, we've got a huge, a big opportunity ahead of us and we're excited about it. Well, I love that too, because like, you know, you know my background starting off as a front desk agent, working up to management like that in itself will save the hotel so much time and money. Uh, from a labor perspective where I think, you know, the, the future of like the front desk kind of being the heart of the hotel needs to be more of a focus of the heart of the guest experience, letting the guest have that tool mm-hmm. at their disposal. So that way I'm not tied to a desk. I can float around. I can go walk the you halls. Know, I can, you know, do other priority like guest experience things rather than waiting to give one, someone one, a key. Totally. The, the one thing that I did take away from, um, we were just at the lodging conference down in um, Phoenix if, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in short-term rentals or you're in hotel, it doesn't matter it, across the accommodation spectrum. There's a major, major labor shortage out there. It doesn't matter where you play, it exists. And so for us, um, that's actually the main thing that we're helping here is, yeah, we want the, the smooth um, guest check-in experience. But the fact that someone can go from five five people at a front desk to one because 80% of the people have checked in before they even arrive at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, as you said, the labor savings <clears throat> are in, unbelievable. And and so, you know, I think that that's really the itch that we're scratching for sure. Uh, and we can position the, the product accordingly because it's not, it's not um, prohibitive, prohibitively expensive. Uh, we can get it installed very, very quickly. And... Um, and yeah, and at the end of the day, you're leading to happier guests with uh, the opportunity also to monetize them while they're staying, right? You can upsell yeah. and cross-sell to them inside of Operto. So it's it's super cool. Well, and also you get to, uh, the, the only hurdle now you have as a front desk agent or even just a, a property level is to get people to read their instructions about checking in before they get there. <laughs> so now you just yeah. got to get through that hurdle and you should be fine. Well, yeah, I mean, if they can't, if they can't get into their room because they don't have a key on their phone, they're going to download the app and they're going to read the instructions. I mean, that's yeah. at the end of the day, when you hold the key, you kind of hold the key to the kingdom too. So yeah, very true. Very true. Well, can you, we, we always have a uh, name that brand. What are three or four of a core sub brands? <clears throat> uh, they're, they do Fairmont hotels, raffles, Ibis, Sofitel, um, Oh, dude, dozens of, those are the big four. It run, uh, runs the gambit from economy to economy to yeah. ultra luxury. Yeah. Um, I mean, here in Vancouver, we've got four Fairmonts and three of them are going on boost uh, in the next three months. You've, so, got I mean, dibs. You've got dibs on those installs and, and those. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be exciting for us. I mean, we've never, we've never turned on a, you know, five-star hotel before. So it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, we're dipping our toe into a whole new pool, but, yeah. um, but no, I think, you know, and, and as you said, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. You, you see what guessy has been doing with their M&A strategy. Uh, we're sort of following in behind. I think you're going to see a lot more of it in the next six months. 
and you're going to start to see the good companies starting to fundraise again uh, mm-hmm. and and start to really, uh, yeah, define the category a bit more. Yeah, I've, I know you listen to just about every week, so apologies for uh, repeating myself here. But the the way I see the future of it is a software aggregator and a hardware aggregator. And so you need two logins as a customer instead of 10. Now, um, you know, revenue management, distribution, all that goes through PMS, locks, thermostats, noise, whatever else goes through, uh, digital guidebooks, all that stuff goes through hardware and you just need two logins. And as long as those two communicate with one another, Makes brand new life easy, right? Oh, that's the key. It's like if that happens, that was the whole basis of our panel. Like, can you have these yeah. kind of all in one, or in this case, like two in one solutions? And I, I mean, I hope so, but um, we'll see. <laughs> the all in ones are always scary because you mm-hmm. can't be good at everything. Uh, well, and you mm-hmm. don't get to foster the relationships with those individual vendors. Like, there's so much that you can, you know, there's ways that you work with the vendor, you know, individually that you won't get if it's just they have pre, you know, agreed negotiations that you just plug in. And especially as you get bigger, you want to be able to have that power to have a conversation. Well, as yeah. I say, Michael, you'll love this because I was just saying like, you know, the if we're going to talk about the Avengers, right, of of the tech space for the industry, I think, you know, the specialized like Operto is solely going into hardware and access control with, of course, like adding thermostats and noise because they all communicate. They become an ecosystem yep. rather than, you know, rather than you guys also creating a property management software while on top of trying to do revenue management, while on top of having and yeah. Operto teams. Like the fact that you guys are just solely going forward, I think now the big piece is going to be your connectivity with your partners and how strong that connection is to make mm-hmm. sure that, again, like Michael said, the <clears throat> login number one and login number two are, are talking correctly and, yeah well i mean that's yeah, that's yeah. that's always been our our goal at opertos to become the ios of iot right so mm-hmm. you you know it doesn't matter whether have you, you tra- have you trademarked that yet should i yeah you probably should that was pretty good that was pretty good that should um, come from you <laughs> thank you i came up with boost as well um no listen i i i totally take brandy's point i think you know it's really important to have those relationships with individual vendors <clears throat> our our goal has always been to be the aggregator of the tech, right? So whether you want to use, you know, Price Labs or you want to use Wheelhouse or you want to use, I mean, whoever you want to use, it doesn't matter to us <clears throat> that everything will appear within Operto and then you can have those, you can make those tech decisions for, your, for yourself, right? Um, we don't want to be prescriptive. We want to be, yeah, working with everyone because everyone's tech stack needs to look different because everyone's businesses look different, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this is a big, this is a big move for us for sure. Um, we're going to be spending a lot of our time in, in sort of that IoT kind of space and cementing our um, our leadership there. But um, I'm, I'm super excited to see what's going to happen over the next 12 months because I, you know, especially as we head into <clears throat> potentially a slowdown, mm-hmm. some of the smaller companies that are sitting on great tech and great people are going to get swallowed up. Um, and and I think, uh, you know. The, the, the moves that guests have made in the last three, four months and, and now we're making, and I'm, I'm sure that we're going to see a few more uh, before Christmas. Um, that it makes for a very interesting uh, 2023. In particular, you got some tricks up your sleeve. Who, me? Yeah, yeah any insider trick, information? Yeah. No, nothing, but the only trick I have up my sleeve is to go get some sleep. 
Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, no. Hey, when we have a, the perfect coffee box for you when you wake up and you need to get refreshed too. So just uh, perfect. FYI, you know, shameless plug. Um, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask Michael and Brandy, do you guys want to do a rapid fire question round? Brandy, this will be the first time that you uh, get to participate on the uh, non-receiving end. So uh, I think it would be great for, for Steve to you know, get, uh, get sure. woken up this morning. I do. I'll, I'll kick it off. Okay. All right. Let's fire do build. In, oh, yeah, you're asking you, me? You're answering. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, rapid you're fire answering. Rapid. Yeah. Oh. Yes or no. Que- yes or no questions, and you just gotta okay. say yes or no. If you go on, we might stop you and tell you to move on to the next one. Okay. Fire build. Bye. Uh, see or sleep see. angry or hungry angry. Oh, option B for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ski or surf. Uh, two planker wanker man skiing all day. <laughs> Agreed. Good call. <laughs> Um, let's see. Fly or train? Oh, Europe train. Otherwise fly. Um, hotels or vacation rentals? (laughs) (laughs) Vacation hotel? (laughs) (laughs) Hotels. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Part hotels. The perfect blend. Exactly. All right. Brandy. Oh, well, you still, I had Sierski. Um, let's see. Um, Thai or Mexican? Ooh, Thai. Um, let's see. Mountain vacation or sea vacation? I go sea vacation just because we have Mount, I have Whistler 45 minutes from my house, so I get oh, enough. So mountains. jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I guess you kind of these are these are hard to do on the fly. I know, well, I'm gonna pass to you. <laughs> oh gosh, now I was just like sitting here. I'm like, I'm gonna think of something that Brandy hasn't said, but you just uh, pass off. Um, beer or cocktails, <laughs> dude? I was literally about to say beer or vodka. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go cocktails. We'll all right, we'll, cocktails. We'll remember the good times we had in, at VRMA a few weeks ago. So I was say, I wish yeah. I had the picture queued up of you just with the two drinks. Just uh, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> You're uh, he doesn't discriminate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, we're gonna go with an Avengers. So Captain America or Thor? We'll do the- Thor. All right. Uh, well, I don't even think Thor is an Avenger, so never mind. That was a bad I, question. I think he is. No, it's it's the uh, the Incredible Hulk. Okay, Hulk or yeah, Hulk or yeah, whatever. Iron Hulk. Man or or okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I got see. a couple more. Ideal uh, exit. Right. Ideal exit. Oh. Uh, Dream company to be acquired by. Oh. Airbnb. Espresso or filter coffee. <laughs> filter coffee. Simple guy. Are you Folgers guy? Are you Folgers? No. Oh, thank God. No. I was going to say, man, I'm going to judge you so hard if you're a Folgers guy. I'm not a Folgers guy, no. You're too, I'm too a, classy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The touch of gray and the beard should give that away. <laughs> totally. This is my I call this, this is my Alberto patch. I, I didn't have great hair. <laughs> so I'll give it to you, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, enjoyed uh, having you on. Congrats on this. Uh, look Thanks, forward guys. to having you on a fifth. 
time once yeah. the next acquisition is done. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've been hitting towards so it. Let's, so, let's you know, wait we'll, till maybe the back half of next year before we uh, <laughs> circle up on that. <laughs> yeah, Stevie's getting some sleep. Lovely to catch up with you guys. You guys are my heroes. I love being on. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys and everyone who's tuning in live. Make sure you like and subscribe everything Operto and we'll see you all again next week. <laughs>